Life Audio. Today's episode is a continuation of my discussion with Allie Worthington about finding our identity in Christ as mothers. And it chose to do it in the month of August because for many of us as moms, we're faced with a lot of changes in the next couple of weeks. Our kids going back to school, perhaps going to kindergarten for the first time, or like like myself and our family, we have a student going away to college that means she won't live in our home for the rest of this year. And so I think for many of us, like I said yesterday, we tend to find our identity as mothers in our children, and instead we need our focus to be finding our identity in Christ. I pray this episode blesses you. Stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Continuing with part two from yesterday's discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that leads to that whole idea of the Wonder Woman. And you talk about how Wonder Woman is a great character, but a terrible role model for women. I I mean, I would love to hear your thoughts on that, because I think that is part of that insecurity that we have, because it is impossible to do all of the things, even if you are. I mean, I've had seasons where I've been a stay-at-home mom, and I've had seasons where I've been a working mom. And even in the seasons where I'm a stay-at-home mom, um, unfortunately, the laundry has to get done, and I can't just plan picnics all day. So again, it's like, man, I, I just, no matter what I'm doing, I just feel like I cannot measure up to what that standard is out there. Yeah. I love movies. So like one, the wonder woman movie where she walks across no man's land and she takes the bullets, you know, for everybody. That was amazing. Cause I remember watching it in the theater when it came out and going, that's what women do every day. That's what moms do every day. We, we will, you know, cross the most hellacious landscape and we'll take the fire and make sure everybody's okay. And I love that. Then when I was thinking about this in terms of motherhood, we all kind of wish we were Wonder Woman a little bit, like we could do everything and our hair would be amazing and we could do all these great things. But Wonder Woman would be a terrible mom because any child that was raised by Wonder Woman would be used to perfection and wouldn't have any tolerance for people messing up. So as soon as that child turns 18 and gets out in the real world, they wouldn't be able to deal with the fact that people aren't going to be perfect. People aren't going to do everything for them, that people are going to mess up, that people are going to make huge mistakes and have to um, apologize and make that up. It is a great value to our children for them to grow up with real women, women who are sometimes strong, who are sometimes weak, who are sometimes brilliant, who sometimes make terrible mistakes and have to come to to their kids and go, I really messed that up. I'm so sorry. Would you please forgive me? Or can tell stories about what they're learning and how they're growing and things like that. That's the benefit to children that will raise children 
who understand people, who understand what the world is like, who understand what real strength looks like in the middle of a messed up world. If we got it all right for our kids, we would actually be handicapping them as they go into the future. That's powerful. I think that um, helps us to understand that there's a certain grace there for us as mothers that sometimes we don't, I mean, we would tell our best friend to have grace for themselves, but we don't want to take it on ourselves. We don't want to accept that. Yeah. You know, one of the things that um, you mentioned in the book is talking, you talk about helping women to discover their own mothering style. And I think that idea of recognizing that we all have different styles you know, you talk about how that's a game changer. I think personally for me, that's a game changer because it, it gives that grace where I don't have to hold myself up to the standard of what everybody else is doing, what those online are doing, but recognizing, like you said, God planned for me to be the mother of my own kids. And so um, how can that change things for moms when they are discovering their own mothering styles or what, what even are the different styles that you've observed? Well, I have a motherhood quiz on my site, so it's linked in the book, but it's also on my site. So you can, anyone can just go to Allie Worthington and then mom superpower. It's a two minute quiz that'll walk you through it and have a little video for each. I think it's really important for us to realize where our sweet spot is. Like you said, Um, for some of us, we lean on being encouragers, you know, and we want to have a lot of fun with our kids, which is hard when our kids are little, because every time we try to do something fun, they suck the joy right out of it when they're little, you know, like let's go spend the day at the zoo. And the kid spends half the day crying because air was touching him or, you know, whatever it is. But then there are some moms whose parenting style and that strength style as a mom is in how steady and unwavering they are. And they're giving that spirit to their children and they're they're enriching their children's lives with that. And Once we kind of learn what our unique style is, just like you said, we don't have to compare. When we see images on social of how things should be, we can remind ourselves this is a business that that person has, and this isn't real life. And I know that God gave me these kids so I could raise them in a way that actually really fits with who I am as a person. You know, God isn't going to allow us to become mothers through birth or adoption or marriage um, to children and then just completely mess them up because our natural style isn't what they needed. He knows what he's doing. He put together the world. We don't have to question that. As long as we are leaning into him and and taking care of ourselves, that's the thing. Managing to take care of ourselves and still develop ourselves, we're going to be just fine. I love that. You know, you alluded to this before, but I wanted you to just share a little bit more about how remaining you while raising them is not a typical how-to parenting book. What is different about this book and how did you structure it differently? I actually didn't put anything in there about here's what to do to make your kids grow up great because we already have a million of those books. And from my survey, it just makes women feel worse Mm -hmm. because- There's not necessarily one parenting answer for every child. For me, having five boys and my stepdaughter, every one of them was completely different. There's not a a parenting. If you do X, your child will Y. None of that actually really worked for us. It's very individual. Mm -hmm. This is a book on emotional health for mothers and to think about ourselves differently Because modern motherhood is broken. And I do believe it's breaking us as mothers. 
the pressure, the mom guilt, the messages from society and from culture, and the the just the belief that we can teach our children everything they need to know. That's not biblical. Nowhere in the Bible does it say a mother should teach their child everything they need to know before adulthood. It's not biblical, but we hear it so much and we think it so much. We think it is. The truth is your child's brain isn't fully developed till 27 or 28, that there are things that we would like to teach our children that we can't until they're way older. I was on the phone with my stepdaughter yesterday, and she's just now getting to that age where her brain is fully developed and I'm teaching her things that I never could have taught her at 17. Same thing with my 24 year old son. I'm teaching him things now, even though he lives two hours away from me now that I never could have taught him when he was 10 or 14. Our parenting doesn't stop just because they go to college, but this pressure that we've put on ourselves, almost like we have made ourselves God in our minds to our children, it is killing us. And it is something that I don't think the Lord ever intended for us to do. I believe fully that God has created our children as their own unique people. He has a plan for them. No matter how bad we mess things up, we're not going to mess up that plan for him. It's not like God is in heaven going, I had so much, so many good things for Billy, but you know what? His mom just didn't do enough devotionals with him. So I guess, I guess he's off the rails now. Like we, we don't put God in the right place with our children's minds. And we are filling that space with us. And I think that that happens to women because of a lot of unintentional messaging from older women when we're younger, you know, Um, I think a lot of if I'm just going to be blunt, I think a lot of Christian parenting books are putting that idea in women's heads. Our job is to love them and nurture them and to teach them and model what we want them to learn, disciple them. But we aren't God. God is God. But we have shifted to thinking that we have to be God for our children. And we have shifted to thinking that our children have to be first in our hearts. God should be first in our hearts. And when we stay in touch with him and we are letting him guide us and we're investing in our own emotional health, we're going to do just fine by our kids. I, you know, so many people have asked me through the years, you know, what's the most important thing you did to raise children that love the Lord? We never did family devotionals. Um, We never did so many of the things that people think you should do, you know, to raise kids that love the Lord. What we were really intentional about through the years is being honest about where, what God was doing in our lives. And I remember there was at one point where he told me very clearly to close down one of my businesses and take a new direction professionally. And at that point I was the breadwinner for our family. And I remember telling my son who was um, younger in high school, my oldest son. And he told me years later that that watching me walk through that and watching the Lord provide when it seemed impossible was one of the most impactful things he had ever had for his faith. I think sometimes we think as mothers, how our children turn out is based on everything that we have to do, which is why I didn't want to write a parenting book when really how we live and who we are is more important than what we do. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll finish our discussion with Allie. Stay tuned. Yeah, that's so powerful. 
And, you know, I think there's a freedom in that for mothers, um, you know, that idea of grace and freedom that comes because the ultimate, I think the ultimate fallacy is that the enemy would have us think that the, the, there's a limitation on our kids based on what we do. And really the truth is, is God has a plan for them just as like he has a plan for us. And it's, I I will be honest, it's been a real challenge to release my daughter, you know, my oldest as she's gone, gone away to college, but yet so exciting to see her stand on her own two feet and she found a good church. And, you know, she's telling me about this Bible study she's doing and I'm realizing I don't have to be there right alongside of her, pushing that on her, that she has grown up in this example. And, and I think um, that has also helped me with my younger children as well, realizing that there's a little bit more freedom there to just show them and by example, my relationship with the Lord. Um, and mm-hmm. like you're saying, that is such a powerful example for them. Well, I, I want to ask one last question and for, for the mom that is listening, what is one thing that a mom can do to really help herself thrive, not just as a parent, but as a person in a way that it's going to impact her parenting, but, but more so in a way that is going to help her to really have full ownership of who she is aside from parenting. That's a great question. i I have in the book what I call the magic question. And it's a magic question because women normally don't ever ask themselves this question. And the question is, what do I need right now? Because again, we are so consumed with everything we have to do and everybody who needs us to do something, we tend to not take care of ourselves. And when we don't take care of ourselves, we aren't going to be emotionally healthy, right? But when we get in the practice of going, what do I need right now? We can start listening to ourselves. We can start taking care of ourselves and we can bring a lot more happiness and joy into our household, which does affect everyone. You know, the old, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. It's really accurate. But sometimes what do I need right now looks like I need to go to bed early because I haven't slept great all week. Sometimes it looks like I need to save up money so I can get a housekeeper because if I clean the toilets one more time, I may hurt somebody, right? It can look like I want to have, I want to go see my friend on Saturday and we're going to sit on the couch and we're going to let the kids play in the backyard and we're just not going to worry about it and we're going to catch up. But just giving ourselves permission as women to honor our needs because we, God has not called women to die on the vine while we're raising our children. How we take care of ourselves is how our daughters will take care of themselves one day. How we take care of ourselves gives a great example to our sons that women are valuable too, right? And if we think about things in terms of how important it is to show our children that we are also children of God and we have value and we are worthy because Jesus makes us worthy. And because of that, I'm going to take care of myself just like I take care of you. It will help your children to grow up to make sure that they will take care of themselves and love themselves just as they love other people. Because how can we love other people if we're not loving ourselves too? We can't give from that empty cup. So the first step and a really important step is to just put a little post-it note up in your bedroom or a pop-up that comes up on your computer during the day that says, what do I need right now? It'll be different every day, 
But I think there's something really important in honoring that need. Sometimes it's, you know, five minutes alone with the Lord and doing some deep breathing exercises. It'll be different. It'll be unique, but just the practice of honoring your needs because you are a worthy child of God is an important practice. Love that. Well, Allie, thank you so much for just sharing from your heart today. Um, I was going to ask if you would mind closing out our time together with a prayer for the moms that are listening today. Sure thing. I'd love to. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for how you love us. Thank you for how you provide wisdom and strength. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that can guide us. Lord, let us keep focused on wisdom. Arm us with wisdom continually. So we don't believe the lies of the world. We don't believe the lies that say you have to do more. You have to be more. You have to achieve more to be enough. Protect us from the lie that says everything our children will be is up to us. And if we make one little mistake, they're messed up forever. Lord, remind us continually that you made the universe, that you planned our children and our children's lives before the world began that you know what you're doing and that all we have to do is trust you. Lord, for the woman who is listening, who feels like she has messed everything up, give her comfort. Remind her that you are God and she is not. And she can't mess everything up because you are God and she is not. Strengthen us, embolden us, Give us confidence in you and remind us every day, Lord, that parenting, that motherhood is a partnership with you. We love you. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Allie. Can you share with our listeners where they can get a copy of your book and how they can find you? Oh, yeah. I am at Allie Worthington. Uh, If you go to Allie Worthington, you can read a couple of chapters for free right now. And my podcast is The Allie Worthington Show. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you. Hey friend, do you feel like you need a little bit of one-on-one? I don't know about you, but sometimes when I go through the scriptures or I go through the biblical concepts, I find myself thinking, okay, but how do I actually apply that in my life? Or if you've come to this podcast, it's likely because you desire to hear Jesus more clearly, to be confident in what he's saying in your life, the way he's leading you. I want you to know that I offer life coaching and spiritual direction. And while the two are similar, they're also kind of different. Life coaching is when we set goals and and I help hold you accountable and help break those down into bite-sized manageable pieces to help you achieve those goals. But spiritual direction takes it one step further. We invite Jesus into the process. And through spiritual direction, the goal of that really is to help you hear God's voice more clearly. And so there's things that we will do like prayer projects and spiritual gifts testing and a life map and all sorts of things to help you get to a place where you can see this thread of redemption that God has woven throughout your life. And then also to set you up so that you can hear God's voice for yourself. Because ultimately, the reason why I do 
the, the podcast and I write the books and I have all the resources available is because I want you to settle into this place where you are confident in knowing the difference between God's voice, your own voice, and the enemy's voice. So if that sounds like something that you would like to do, um, life coaching right now runs about $97 for an hour. And that's for one person. I also have group rates available. And if you want to schedule that, it's if you go to shehears.org, you can go, there's a Calendly link where it says work with me and you can set up a time that works for you. I would count it an honor and a privilege to be able to walk alongside of you in that process. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.